Do you see my screen? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting your echo though. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Just mute. Mute. Uh, yeah. Zoom. zoom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you guys started already? Oh, it's over. Oh, we're it's done. Done. Chris, like we don't always come late like you do, dude. <laughs> Is it actually over? No. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 uh, this is Future Jake, um, we're actually gonna do two hot mic intros this time, because, um, uh, this is just, this is too good, so, uh, here we go again. We could, wait, we could even do some funny ones, I don't know if you already have them all decided or not, but, like... No, no, we, we can definitely add things, uh, I yeah. have like, kind of, trade. like, what I think is, um... Okay, so I don't like doing negative stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all gonna be. It's all gonna be feel good. It's all gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like goods. immortalizing. I'm not immortalizing roasting members. No, it's just, just roasts like, come and go. What's the name of the? Uh, what's the Canucks general manager's name? Jim Benning. The old one. Yeah, give him the the, the Jim Benning award. <laughs> you have to Peter Shirelli, right? Like. Oh, Peter Shirelli's not not very good either. Actually, you're you're right. Wait, trust me. I've I've actually met Shirelli. He's like he's like a bumbling idiot. Oh god. The Detroit, the Detroit Red Wings award for the person who's lost by the most goals. <laughs> by the most points. <laughs> none of that is official. None of that is canon. That's probably, no, that's that's probably none of those that's, awards that's, that's are the canon. First round of um, Mike Milbury. Yeah, the the eating a shoe award. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah eating yeah, a shoe. The Mike Milbury. That, that one might happen. That one oh, actually might happen. That was an accident of a joke. <laughs> Holy moly! When you play the game of thrones, you win or you die. Power resides where men believe it resides. I think you've got to start wondering, what the hell is this plot? Hello, and welcome to A Game of Zones, the dedicated fantasy hockey podcast following the 32-team dynasty format, Westeros Hockey League, coming to you live on Discord from the best port city in the north, whether you call that White Harbor or Vancouver, Canada. It's Jake. Joining me today, the Prince of Purple, the man who I don't have a player pun for, Commissioner of the League, one half of the High Garden Roses. It's Dave. Hello, friends. And the Premier of New Brunswick, the man who will be sour forever about leaving in the first round this year. Second in our Chris's, but first in our hearts, from Old Volantis. It's Chris. Hi, guys. And joining us, the winner of the Eastern Conference of the WHL in its inaugural season. Uh, a man in a close, close two-week final competition for the overall championship, the GM of the Old Town Maesters, Kevin. Hello. Good to have you. Um, Let's get right into it and uh, talk about the finals. Um, How are you feeling? Not good. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I am behind by 40 points, um, have five injuries, and no one to stop for. And uh, yeah, it's an uphill battle. And well, um, 
thing I'm looking forward to is Nashville plays a lot, and I have a lot of Nashville players. Well, not a lot. It's only four players, That's but they're 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 quite good key players. Uh, Forsberg, uh, Saros, Cunning, uh, and and Trenin. Saros just got scored on, so that's bad. But oh, yeah. it, it's still 13 safe uh, out of 14 shots, so it's not bad. But I'm just hoping Forsberg will get another five points game, and <laughs> I'll be salt. I might have a chance to win it. <laughs> anyway. 40 points. 40 points is a lot, but I mean, you yeah. both still have about 40 games played, um, which is a good amount that things could swing. Um, yeah. I definitely wouldn't count you out yet. Considering some, with your injuries, Cahor has over 10 uh, additional man games to make up those 40 points, which is crazy. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. Because of injuries. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. a lot more that have been able to play, which is a, is a crappy way to lose points, but uh, does speak to the fact that you've got a pretty strong team. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I guess, um, to be honest, so far I've been pretty lucky as well because uh, in the first round and second round, I think I went out because of injuries. Um, I played like uh, the Bear Island. And they got like five or six players injured. Uh, I got lucky first round, second round as well. Like with uh, Dave, uh, High Garen has, I think I have like 16 player starts ahead of him. So that's really, really. Yeah, I feel like I more. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, I think it had like upwards of 20, 21. Yeah, something right. like that. So it's pretty crazy. But you, you know, you got to take uh, the luck when it comes to you, right? That's half of the yeah, that's half of playoffs. Yep. 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 That's how it is. Uh, but my um uh, my win with uh against uh, Castle Black was pretty big. Uh that's a very, very competitive and neither of us has actual injuries, so it was it was very exciting week because um I, I I just eke out by two points and like um we were close up to the end of Sunday, and I was just hoping that he would not take me, uh, take, <laughs> uh, have more points than me on that day. <laughs> yeah. Watching the Nashville and Pittsburgh game quite closely, and I got really lucky because Pittsburgh got like 11 goals against the Red Wings one. That that was quite a crazy game, and Malkin wins me. Malkin, the, I mean, like, uh, also, there, there was also the week that Forsberg got like five points, uh, had a five point game. So it's, yeah, I get, I get really lucky winning against uh, the crowds. I, I feel like that Pittsburgh uh, game probably swung a lot in the fantasy landscape uh, across all these different leagues. <laughs> yeah, totally. I got like 40 points out of Malkin alone and. He was not really doing that well before the Pittsburgh game, uh, before the Detroit game. So, yeah, that's quite a big game. Well, uh, we're we're all cheering you on from the sidelines as the, the <laughs> cast it away <laughs> losers. Uh, yeah, thanks. Now, um, what I have been looking at, which is just kind of um, uh, an extra kind of punch in the gut, is. Based on this uh, matchup period, 
who has the most points in the league. Oh. And of course, it's old Volantas, uh, who it's, otherwise... It's three straight would... weeks now! <laughs> three straight weeks. <laughs> you know, man, it's brutal. Uh, you got, you got yeah. screwed. It's, it's, I, I'll say it, I'll say it. You had, you had right. one of the strongest teams, uh, you had a weak first week, and that's just the way it goes, which is shitty. It's crazy, too, because if I had a, like, if I had a went really went for it, like I could have, yeah, it like with traits, you mean? Because it was yeah. all my it was all my top players that didn't score, so like it didn't even matter. God damn! Actually, yeah, funny, funny enough, all the top five teams in scoring for this period are not currently finals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I think my I think my first five picks from the draft. And then Tage Thompson and Rupe Hint all combined for two assists and zero wins because Demko didn't win a single game that week. Jesus. Like, or something along those lines. It was so, it was painful. I gave up on, like, Wednesday. Man, that does suck. But, I, I mean, it speaks to, like, you know, we have we have a lot of good teams. We have a lot of good teams. Yeah. I teams that can win, anyways. right? Yeah. I still do really like my team. I'm not going to change anything drastic. And you have good contracts, too. So, again, coming back to next year, we've got teams like, I'm going to have to shed money. Kahor's going to have to shed money. Um, but you have uh, a pretty good thing rolling. Trying to, anyways. Um, people in the in the chat, uh, what, are your, what are your shooting from the hip odds? Um for who you think is going to eke out this win. Are you given 2-1, to 3-1? to one? I'm going to be honest, Kev. You, even if you gave me the most ridiculous odds on the planet, <laughs> and I only had to bet $1 to win a million dollars, if you won, I don't think I'd risk it. Oh, <laughs> come on. I would take those odds. very possible. It is possible. <laughs> I, think I, would, I think I would do like somewhere in the realm of like, I mean, forty points is a lot when you have injuries, but I somewhere between like three to one, I do a three to one kind of bet. Forty points with three days to go. Yeah, it's not it's definitely not insurmountable. It's not. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's not the place you want to be, but it's not impossible. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's still possible. Um, if I have to put an odds. Um... Honestly, I feel like ten to one is more likely <laughs> better odds for you. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Ryan's already signed up to take my money. Uh, maybe I was being too generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah nice. I would give you negative one out of three odds. Well, I'll be rooting for you, and uh, I'll I'll collect all the bragging rights while you collect all the money. If you do end up winning. Don't get me wrong. I'm also rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not betting money on you. <laughs> you have my support, but not my confidence. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not feeling it, but it, anything might happen. Yeah. Still, overall, I think uh, a pretty successful uh, first postseason for the league. Um, we had some upsets. We had some drama with uh, the realization that 
Planky Town wasn't actually in the playoffs in that first week that spun things yeah. for Dave. Um, yeah. I, I, I still think, you know, obviously going out in the second round sucks too for Dave and I, but uh, it's good. I think it speaks to just how good um, some of these teams are. Yeah, I think I'd rather be in the first round than the second round. (laughs) (laughs) Next, Jake. What can we talk about next? We can talk about let's let's do the draft. Let's do do the draft. Um so I'm ready to announce some some picks here. What's that? We're going to announce some picks. I'm, I'm yeah, super excited do, about this. We're going to do some picks. Um, so after the, results, after the results of the, the Lottery Bowl uh, playoff, we had a little bit of shuffling in terms of odds. Um, what that will mean is just for the lottery for the first and second overall, uh, those odds change, but all of the subsequent picks are still just based on league standing. So in the second round and the third round, all that kind of stuff, it's just league standing. Um, only the top so two picks are being lotteried. Uh, if you want, want to join... That's why the... we did the top two? We had... I remember going back... I, I, I checked through the council chat. Um, I think it was one... I That's what the NHL has moved to, right? They stopped lottering, uh, doing a lottery for three. And then yeah. two, we tried to find a sweet spot between, you know, if teams are objectively weaker in a fantasy league, they should have a better chance at, at winning without promoting tanking. So that kind of determined our spread of odds. And then we really didn't want those teams that probably just based on luck or where they are in development, we don't want the 15th ranked team to win the lottery in a fantasy league. I feel like that's probably too unpredictable um, when yeah. we're a bunch of strangers. No, no, I, I, I just wanted you to explain it to the people. Oh, yeah, no, that's perfect. I, 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 that was a great, excellent conversational segue to allow to justify that. Um, so we arbitrarily picked, it'll be top 10, um, or I guess you should say bottom 10. It's still relatively strongly weighted to the bottom five teams to have the best odds to move up. And it's still guaranteeing that the worst team will pick at least third. So mm-hmm. some randomness, some chance to promote still being competitive with that first round matchup, um, but not enough that we're going to have a really good team that just missed out the playoffs ending up with the first overall pick. Which is good, because we had some really strong teams missing playoffs this year. Yeah, right? Um, like some real close calls. So um, it looks like I've only got three in the Zoom. I do. I posted a Zoom link in the Game of Thrones chat channel. If anyone wants to join and watch live, I'm going to record the screen as well, and I'll upload that recording. And then obviously I'm, I'm doing this live too. So Dave has seen my screen. So Dave can be another um, point of reference. And Ryan's on, and Chris is on. Uh, do you guys all see my screen? with um, the Dara page. I don't I don't see you at all. Mm. To be honest. You don't see my screen share? Is it 
where where would I be looking for that? Sorry, I I might have joined after you explained all that. Just in Zoom, like when you go to Zoom, you don't see it. What do you, what do you see? It's uh, it's a chart of all of the teams with their lottery odds. Let me stop. I don't, I don't see anything. Let me stop and try and reshare. Are you sharing on Discord? No, I'm sharing on Zoom. Oh, okay, that's why I don't have Zoom. So you just you just carry on. Okay. Dave, do you see it on Zoom? Yep. Okay. Where All right. was the that's, that's good at least. That's good at least. Um, so we have that. I'm going to record this on my desktop as well. Oh, wait. So you, you didn't do the I don't Zoom know how to. Grab. I don't know how to record on Zoom. So I have a separate software. I have a, I have a separate piece of software that's screen recording. I've got Zoom that's going to live stream it. We're on Discord, and I'm recording it with audio recording software. I feel like an absolute wizard. It's lovely. Yeah, so, Chris, you didn't join the Zoom, did you? Uh, there's a there's a Chris's iPhone, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. So we got bamboozled by the is other my, Chris. Is my iPhone on here? <laughs> no, I guess no, that's, I yeah, that's Chris so. 1. That's Chris 1. That makes more sense. Yeah, we, we had... We, he's, <laughs> and he's the one with the stake in this, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we had our classic mix-up. Um, so... Uh, everyone can, you can vividly describe what's happening to me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll, I can. Give, uh, I'll give you really nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I guess I'll paint the scene button. for you. Go, so okay. uh, I've inputted the ten teams that are in the lottery, which are Nath, Runestone, Bravos, Titans, Volantis, Ashai, Tyrosh, Korth, Et, Frostfang, and the Reds, and their lottery tickets ranging from 18 to 2, with a total of 100. Um, this uh, program will draw two winners in order, and those will be the first and second pick, and then everything else will just go in order based on this default, um, or based on the, the how teams finished overall, not based on this lottery odds for the rest of picks 3 to 10. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You're good to go. So, this is not a test unless something goes crazy wrong, in which case I'll just delete. I don't, know how, I don't know how it would be. All I'll I have to wrong. do is press this button. So, I here we go. Three, two, one. The winners. Number one, one. Runestone rune. Valiance. That's, that's, and then number two. Et Et Empire rising rising all the way up. That's a from eight big to two left, and Nath got poo pooed. Didn't he also do that in like the the inaugural? He, he did. Yeah, he definitely did. He absolutely did. Yeah, he, he picked like fourth overall or fifth overall, and then also picked like fifth overall because he got Chiskirkin <laughs> or something stupid like that. Absolutely rigged, Ryan. <laughs> Okay, so something was an issue. We're going to redo it. <laughs> so I'm going to make a, a quick announcement. Um, uh, the 2022 draft. So now, I have a question because I don't really know how the yep. how our seating works. I didn't see it in the rules. I kind of know how the NHL works. Um, I went in with the second most points, and I made sure. playoffs. I don't mm -hmm. pick 31st, do I? I pick like 20. Oh, yeah, I don't think we've sorted that out yet. I think we'll do no, it based so, on how oh, the NHL you'll, is. It, it'll be based off of like when you went out and the, your uh, points based my, on those. 
Okay, so I'd basically be the last team to pick that lost in the first round. Yes. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Ooh, I'm getting. I, I love how we circumvented it so that like, you ha- if, if you're the wor- you're the worst team, you play the second worst team, and whoever wins gets better odds, and the winner who has the better odds didn't get it, and the person yeah, who lost did. Like <laughs> so... it all it, it did super work out. But uh, oh, that was really cool. Actually, I did like that idea. All that to yeah, say, it's, it's, uh, no, it's great. That's that's to say the lottery. All that to say, that's that's. So now we should be we should be able to have the draft order from yep. one to thirty at yep. this point, right? Yeah. So now everyone above ET will slide down a slot, and then must slides down two slots. And we can just put Cohort at thirty second. <laughs> sorry, Kev. <laughs> Brutal. Um, yeah. So to talk a little bit about um, the draft that's coming up. The real NHL draft is on July 7th, and knowing that we do our first two rounds before the NHL draft is done, and assuming that we're going to have something close to a 12-hour pick timer for those first two rounds, and it's 64 picks, we want to start at least a month ahead of time, which would put right, us... Right now, I have penciled in for our uh, draft to start on uh, Saturday, June 4th. Perfect. And I think that that is pretty reasonable, and we'll probably aim to start the draft with June 4th. I will be reaching out to the top 10 pick holders and trying to arrange a time around June 4th where we can do another live stream of people coming on and announcing their pick kind of quick that succession. That was so much fun. Because um, I thought, yeah, I, I thought that that was a pretty cool that way was, to start That the was season. a great one. So there might be a little bit of wiggle room for that June 4th date if there's something that will facilitate more people joining live to come on and announce their pick. Um, but pencil that in for now as when we'll start the draft. Oh, hang on. We do the, um, the draft in uh, Pantrax, right? Not in the Discord. Because it's oh, what's that? Sorry, Kev? What? What's that? Sorry? You had SMS. Oh, we, we do the draft in Pantrax, not in Discord. Yes. So I think we'll yeah. still probably... I mean, I guess it depends. Um, it was kind of nice that you could post what your pick was in the draft channel. But all of the players should be in the fan track system, so there will there will be a an actual live fan tracks draft going on. Say we could probably do it on on fan tracks and just have the top ten still get together and kind of just announce yeah. it before it goes on there. Yeah, that's similar to like too. what you'd see at a draft board. Because anyone that's going to log in, draft. yeah, anyone that's going to log in will see on the fan tracks um, interface who has been picked already. So they don't really right. need to check another site. You're right. Um, it wouldn't hurt to do both. So so that will be the plan. Um, the other update that the the council has kind of been talking about for most of the year, and I don't know if we've actually finalized it as truth, but the plan is that much like uh, last year, where we only had five rounds of the entry draft, that's going to become standard for all drafts coming forward. Um, I know it was initially advertised that we would do seven rounds, but knowing that there's that's really tight for all the draft eligible players to be picked up, um, we're probably going to stick just with five rounds. Uh, and anyone who has acquired a sixth or seventh uh, round pick by trade for any future draft, um, they'll just be gifted a pick at the end of the fifth round. And that only applies to this year. Astapor, Sphinx, and Arsenal all have an extra sixth or seventh, so they'll just get an extra pick at the end of the fifth round. 
Yes, because like when we did the draft, people were starting to like pretty peter out pretty hard and phone their own picks in the in the fourth and fifth round because there are so many players. Extending that to the second seventh would just be dreadful. It also gives a little bit of a bigger pool of uh, free agents and people to bid on uh, in free agency. Absolutely. Now, something we should probably go over, if we are doing that, there are people right now that are at the limit that we set at the start of the year for mo- for players. Are we going to be increasing that like we originally advertised? So right now, I think it's 50 minors. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because I know we did we did say we were going to increase it as we go kind of thing, but I'm, I'm not sure what we decided on, whether or not we're going to. I think we'll look into it. Um, 50 minors is... Like, I would almost argue a pretty reasonable number to have. I, so, yeah, I think it's it's this the scale of like just starting to stock up and hoard people. Uh, we'll definitely have a conversation on it, but as of right now, I'm not super sure about extending that. Yeah, we can have a conversation in one of the Discord channels too. I know I'm mm. I'm probably partial to keeping it around 50, knowing that um, part of that is then going to be strategy of who you want to retain and drop from your miners. Mm-hmm. That's um, kind of where I'm at too. I, I like that ability of like, if you want you know, to pick up some people, you have to make some sacrifices here. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. I just wanted to. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. sure. Uh, just if, in case. Uh, um, if the other thing have... is the during the draft, um, it's only drafted players, and we're gonna do the free agent day, right, for the European and college and undrafted players. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, I think that's right. So uh, tentatively, we have an idea for that. Um, we can either do it one day after our draft ends or one week after our draft ends Would is when free agency would start. In the draft, you have to pick players who are drafted by NHL teams in 2022. So mm-hmm. in the first two rounds, you have to pick someone who you anticipate will be drafted. And then in the final three, you're going to have to refer to who was actually drafted and only pick from those players. In free agency... You can pick any other drafted player or any of the European free agents who have signed a North American contract. And obviously, we'll just be monitoring as people make uh, signings that they've actually signed players that are eligible. Um, have we? Did, how are we allocating the free agency dollars? We uh, have it set up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I believe actually in our rulebook, we have the breakdown okay. of where you are in position to uh, where you finish in standings is... Can you see your your no, uh, dollars again? Do, yeah, I I know that part, but how are we doing it? As are we doing it standings based on regular season? Or are we doing it standings based on where you finish in the playoffs? Same as same as the draft. Same as same draft. as draft. Okay. All right, yeah. I, I I think that's it's. You could probably make an argument for either way. The way that we had it, I think in the, same as the draft. I think the way we had it in the that's true because if you're going to be disadvantaged by the draft or advantaged, then you can have that offset by your free uh, free agency dollars. We had it going so that the, the, the bottom team gets $82, and then each team after that gets one less dollar, uh, down to the winner having 50. So that you always have an advantage over the teams that are worse than you if you want to go all in on one player, um, but that it's not otherwise bracketed down. If that doesn't really make sense, we can probably tweak that before we roll it out. I think we could probably even lower lower the amount because really, if if the first the first person wants two players per se, right? He'd have to split that 
to be able yeah. to actually acquire both of them and then the next person would automatically be able to win the last place person would be able to outbid them on both right yeah so assuming that that's I think maybe, what you wanted to do maybe we should make the drop off a little more than that but that makes sense you could, you, you could go two bucks a piece <laughs> so we'll sort that out we'll sort that out but yeah. that's kind of the premise that we're working on yeah yeah that makes sense okay sounds good um, um do you want me to keep going with talking points or what yeah, give her. yeah sure the recruitment um yeah. we could be looking to fill two teams maybe more depending on if anybody else lets us know that they're not playing yeah yeah i was so as of right now i want to find two for sure as soon as possible and then start to get a backlog like just in case so if anyone wants to submit a friend through the referral process um pull your friends to see if there's anyone who wants to uh, commit their soul and the rest of their life yeah. to <laughs> joining our cult of fantasy hockey. Those will, all, those will all go to me directly. Uh, send them to me, and then t tell me about it. I'll send you like I'll send you my information. Give them, and we'll get that sorted. And be reasonable when you do that, guys, because we all know some of our <laughs> friends would not be suitable yeah. for long-term commitment things. You know what I mean? Like I have friends that I'd love to play fantasy hockey with, but they're absolute donkeys. So like I wouldn't. <laughs> bring them into this we want somebody who's going to come in and kind of make their team their own not just come in take over a team keep the same logo even keep keep this keep this like we want somebody who's going to be a little bit creative with it and kind of try to try to make it their own you know what i mean yeah as a warning like i'm like starting with when we picked up when we picked up uh brock for astapor uh i'm vetting teams uh much more in depth than we were before so anyone you anyone you do send me, we'll kind of run the gauntlet of questions and we'll learn all about and make sure that you know they are actually a, a good fit. Yeah, we'll make sure. But then we go through the pain of asking them questions when if you if you know or you think that they won't uh, won't won't fare very well. So in in the off season is kind of when you guys can propose potential changes and we will actually go over them reasonably because in the regular season we're not going to. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're not going to make a change. Um, the only one that I remember came up that we wrote down was kind of an unforeseen um, side effect. So we we had it. So fights gave what five points, I think, but it takes away some points for a penalty. Yes, that was what we decided. But also on fan tracks, it's not scored properly, so it counts as a penalty drawn. Right. So I think we're thinking of taking a look at that but i'm not sure what the kind of consensus is there but if you guys have any other I ideas or things that you remembered from the rules that kind of were obscure or didn't really work as intended um i would probably suggest it over the or at least let us know over the uh break so that we yeah. can we can take a look at it yeah i know we we, we made a we made a promise to uh lock in scoring settings for a like, fixed period but I don't really have a problem breaking that to uh, like come across, like what, address like some error? some of those unforeseen circumstances, like like that, that fighting one. Unintended. Yeah, yeah, like, like that fighting one does absolutely need to be fixed because um, that is that was clearly just an oversight on our part, uh, not not realizing that penalty drawn would, uh, you know, go into effect there. So I we can. The fights worth yeah. as much as a goal in our league, almost. So like. Yeah, it, it, not, it is. Exact, especially with the penalty drawn. Yeah, with penalty drawn, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we currently have the like the scoring locked in for. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely, it's locked in. But 
that was an unforeseen thing that kind of yeah. worked fan tracks it's a fan tracks issue right yeah cool. really you're I not think, drawing a penalty by fighting someone uh cole brings up a, a point in the chat that is for sure we, i think we've locked in and it, when we made the league it was for three years so it won't be until next year that we talk about what we would propose in the next rule change this would probably be the only thing that we would alter and it's just because of the way that Fantrax calculated the rules we put in and an unintended con consequence if people really feel as though the the principle of changing the scoring is absolutely important um bring that up um and we can talk through that but i think that the direction yeah, we we're leaning is that yeah. we're going to correct what looks like uh, an unintended side effect of how that we're looking scores. for corrections not changes but yeah. you can always suggest changes and then come a couple of years down the yeah. road it's in the suggestions thing right so we'll look over them and we'll i i mean i keep a running list of basically everything that anyone suggests anyways it's always basically just a bunch of list of Ron, ryan's things that he, he told us <laughs> Ryan so is I, like I the brain trust of, of this league. Ryan is the brain for sure. But it's just like unintended things that we're going to fix this year. And then like we'll take a look at other things in the future. But it's nice to know what you guys think earlier, right? Um. Okay. So that was that one. Um, recruitment. College free agency day. Um, when are we going to open the trading? Um, again, that can be either one day or one week after um, this last week ends. I feel like it would probably be nice to give everyone a week. So yeah. um, I would just, from the hip, be shooting that on the 18th of April, we could reopen trading. That gives you okay. like six weeks before the draft. Um, it lets you try and make trades in anticipation of what people's new contracts will be and whether or not people want to make a gamble of whether or not that contract will become more or less appealing when the, the player signs it um and then we'll kind of continue from there unless someone have we thinks also otherwise. have we also set a date or i don't remember if i saw it in the rules but it's just nice to remind everybody either way um have we set a date or a timeline to confirm if you're keeping or dropping a player yes we do have that um and I'll kind of bring forward some of the more relevant rules for the off season in its own kind of post so that people don't have to go back to this massive document to check it. But we basically have a re-signed deadline that for now is booked as October 1st, where by October 1st, you have to accept or decline any new contract. There's going to be an official way you have to post in Discord that you're accepting or dropping any new UFA contract of someone on your team that gets signed. Um, and if no, if there's kind of a holdout or someone's a UFA until later in the year, you have until something like seven days after they sign that at any point after October 1st. But you can kind of hold out over most of the summer and into training camp of whether or not you're going to accept or decline, try and make trades. You can go over the salary cap by some un unknown amount of money. I don't think it really matters how much more if people have signed contracts and you're waiting but you only have until that time to take it or leave it. That makes sense. Um, what are we going to do with, um, oh, what were we just talking about? I lost my train of thought here. I was also <laughs> watching the Nashville game. Um, 
Oh, fingers the, crossed, uh, Kat. Could you go over the LTIR salary cap IR issue? Yeah, and that's that's another one from the the Ryan Brain Trust. Um, we are going to have to have some active conversations over the break in terms of how we want to do LTIR, especially because there's going to be some teams that have um, that are more or less impacted by this. I think that it's reasonable that um, a player that is put on LTIR in real life should help you meet the salary floor. But if that player has been on LTIR for a number of years, um, at some point, it won't anymore. Uh, and you can't trade players that are on LTIR to another team. Um, I know that one of the big ones is probably for Runestone, who has Weber, who drafted Weber before it came out that he was going to basically be done. Um, and At nerd. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there's going to be some leniency, especially as we start to actually finalize what the rule will be, that we'll have to figure that out and make sure that we're not unfairly punishing teams. But also, there's probably going to be some sort of rule where if someone is on IR, they will still help you meet the salary floor. But if they're on LTIR, like a Michael Furland or Shea Weber, there's going to be some point where after X amount of years, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. Um, probably one or two years after they've been LTR retired. Does that sort of make sense? I'm not finalizing any sort of ideas, just conceptually. That sort of makes sense, yep. Coolio. Okay. Um, so I have it written in a note here, and I'm, I don't remember exactly if it was true or not. Maybe I was just really tired or brainstorming. Um, but on fan tracks, anyone who is under the age of etc. or under or under a certain amount of games is able to be moved to minors but in our rule book it's the opposite it's one or the other oh that's what i that's what i have written down so i think we should take a look at that as well because we okay. kind of stated two different things we can sort that Depending out on fan tracks yeah. for example i could, i was able to move carson susie to minors um, okay. I'm a i am able to and i did notice that some people had people like that down like who else did i have um Who's the plug that plays for Colorado, the defenseman, but also plays forward for some reason, but he sucks? Curtis McDermott, he's ass. And somehow I was able to move him to minors as well, based on the games played, but he was above the age limit I think we had set. Oh. So I think we, sh we should look into potentially, this is just my suggestion, but of course, like I don't want to do anything too drastic. I think we have we should look into like having a an age and games played kind of thing, and if you're over either of them, maybe that's a reasonable idea. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how hard I would push for that to be a this year. Maybe this is like a we bring it up this season, but we implement it yeah. two seasons from now because I think you're right. Um, but the other thing related to like, that. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No problem. I was just gonna say the other thing related to that that will hopefully help clear up how minors are being treated is that there I've gone through every team who has non minors eligible players in their minors from the inaugural who are going to sign new contracts this year. Um, and those players, when they sign a contract, I'll be reaching out to those teams and making sure that they are brought up from the minors 
or they have to be dropped. You can't well, store not, it, those it players until, when they sign a new. It doesn't have to be until next season. Until October. Though, right? Yeah, in October. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm the roster guy. Don't worry about that. I'll yeah, be on perfect. Sure. Yeah, perfect. I love doing it. I even messaged <laughs> myself a couple of times. <laughs> hey, you're a bit of a, you're a bit of a, you got, you kind of go hard on it. He's a stickler. Well, yeah, guys. he can't be cheating, man. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I mean, too hard, like too fast, but for the most part, good. Well, yeah, fucking set your rosters. It's not hard. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, because there's like, I know we said anyone under what was it, twenty seven or something, twenty seven yep. or under to, yep. to cope with like the KHL guys. Yep. But I, I have like Carson Susie's twenty seven years old and has been in the NHL for four or five years, right? He shouldn't be able to be in the minors. To be very fair with you. Reasonable. That's just an example. But uh, yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up just in case. Um, Swayman wasn't an NHL player. Yeah, but Jan Janik was. <laughs> um, when do we expect people to have paid for next season? Yeah, that's a good question. I have no idea. Dave, you're the money guy. Dave? Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll I'll sort it out. Okay, so there's no set date yet. Um, yeah. Perfect. And um, we're going but I, I do think that we should probably... Yeah, interrupt me. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm answering the question. You brought up a good point, <laughs> and I brushed it off, but it deserves... I think that we should have to um, collect payment for next year before anyone's allowed to make trades uh, after the break. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So you have to pay for next year before you make trades on April 18th or going forward. Well, what's the What did the NHL do with trades? I think they locked... As soon as... Are they locked until the draft? Well, no trades. Trades can happen whenever, right? Yeah, trades never locked. It's, it's only like, for trade down. It's only for like uh, playoff eligibility. Isn't isn't there a trade roster. clause though, or am I crazy? Like a roster freeze? That's like for Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Is it okay? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to say, like, are we like we're set on like opening it up as soon as the like, uh, season's over, or did we want to wait until the draft so we could have like a bunch of them at the draft kind of thing? But yeah, I think the draft are going to be hectic enough as it is. We're going to want to give some time. Hectic enough. You have 12 hour timers, man. Oh, I forgot we do do that. You'll have an eight hour nap and then we'll find find a time to open the league somewhere between April 18th and May 24th. Something between that time is when we'll open rates and we'll collect money at the same time. Uh, On on that topic, we're probably going to. Round up the price to even fifty bucks, and we'll eight or whatever it was forty eight, sixty nine. Yeah, lovely joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll probably just round it round it nicely there, and part part of that will go into the premium fee, and then the rest will figure out ways to allocate. Yeah, the rest, the rest will go to my commission. The only other thing I have here was a note that I took kind of while we were doing it. Um, so you were saying we're going to have people post um, whose contracts they're keeping and whose they're dropping. Yep. Kind yeah. Of thing. I think we should do that. Um, where Yeah, cohorts pocket. Yeah. Um, I think we should do that where we have a Discord channel for it and everyone does all of them at once kind of thing. So we're not like we don't have one person posting, okay, I'm dropping this person, one person posting, I'm dropping this person. I think, like, unless, of course, you have a free agent who isn't signed, I think you should kind of condense it all into one post to keep that channel clean so people can see kind of who they can be bidding on, et cetera. I think that might make 
might make it better unless one of us wants to kind of take it upon ourselves to make a free agency list. That's a reasonable idea. Just to make it, yeah. you know what I mean? One of the two. I yeah, think, we can we works. can talk that out. We can talk that out. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk it out later. We'll talk it out later, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll talk fun. it out later, guys. <laughs> Chris is bringing it up so we can talk it up now. He's like, "No, nah, we're talking." Yeah, we can figure out that we can like on a, later announced earlier podcast. We'll mention more when we actually have a decent bit of knowledge about it. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk that out later. Um, and the only other thing I have is the awards, kind yep. of essentially our our Discord channel that we're thinking about implementing, so you can have kind of a running list of who won what award. Mm-hmm. Um. I Great think idea. also if you guys have any ideas yeah, so for that's a, fun awards that don't make people feel terrible. That's a great that's, segue because that. that was the last thing we were going to talk about is we're going to talk about awards. Um, Perfect. And Chris, you should know that the reason that we are, are pushing these discussions forward is I need to have an excuse to talk to you guys later. This is like leaving your wallet at your date's house. It's like, oh, I need another date because I need to pick up Man, my wallet. I've got tons of ideas. You just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's talk about some awards. Um, I posted a uh, poll to Discord for GMs to vote on, I think I have five, Roman Yossi just five awards. Oh, fucking Yossi. He's so cute, man. <sighs> what a man. Um, he is something. So the, the awards that we have for GM vote are for GM of the year. Um, and this is for a short list. That will then turn into an actual second vote with um, options. Uh, a nomination for Rebuilder of the Year, which again will be the same. This initial poll is just for nominations, and then we'll do the actual um, vote at an, another time. And nomination for Most Valuable to the Community. Um, Don't which, nominate yourself. And you can't. I, I've asked for uh, the. I've asked for the person to disclose who they are in the poll, and then. So I know that who's nominating who, um, which will be you nominate yourself. We take your money, <laughs> which will be otherwise kept secret, except for the fact that I have to read them. Um, and then there's player nominations, which are just for fun. Uh, one for the most valuable player by league vote. Yeah. And then one for the surprise player of the year. And then oh, I've already made a list of the eligible players for our rookie of the year. Um, rather than make that a nomination, I feel like there are five players that kind of distinguish themselves. Um, yeah, so that's just that's just a short <laughs> list. Uh, so those are from the poll, and then there are some kind of more objective awards that I've just taken the liberty of going through the Fantrax stats. And for the fantasy regular season, um, I've pulled up stats for the Heart. So the Heart Trophy for us is going to be the objective points winner and then the ted Lindsay is going to be the fun who do we think in the league was actually most valuable um and then okay. that's just kind of so that we can have you know some fun with it and who cares um we're going to do the rocket the selkie the lady bing the norris the vesna and the efficiency award which is points per game played per dollar oh i like that for, one for non-elc players entry level right not yeah, non ELC and non salary retained, um, because I feel like that kind of just gets silly, uh, because it's Huberto. Um, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but those are all just objectives I've just gone through and I've I've picked the winner. 
Um, so those are kind of the more serious ones. And then we can always have some more kind of fun ones, but I'm going to probably push for them to be uplifting and like Field of Dreams and not like the Razzies. <laughs> Admin of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what we can do is I can just start by saying uh, who won all of the objective awards. Go for it. Talk through it. So um, the Hart Trophy winner um, with 466 fantasy points is Leon Dreisaitl. What a man. What a winner. Fourth overall. The runner-up is Austin Matthews, who only had two fantasy points fewer. Wow. If you really want to get dicey about it, he also played three games less, so his points per game were better. But I think that it's important to, to note that that this is the number of points you can actually get from this player. So Dracidal has very reasonably won the Hart Trophy uh, for our first season. Congrats, Chris. <laughs> Boy, he didn't fucking score a single point. In my <laughs> <laughs> he was, I think he had like negative one. Oh, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I think, yeah, he actually took like six minors that week, man. Like, um, what moving what on that? to the Rocket, uh, the Maurice Richard. The winner is Austin Matthews with 39 goals in the regular season for us. And the runner-up is Leon Dreisaitl with 38. So they inverted yeah. themselves between the Heart and the Rocket. Shitter. Uh, the Selkie, which I've calculated as the best um, uh, raw difference between takeaways and giveaways, uh, while also incorporating face-off percentage. The winner is Austin Ooh. Matthews with really? 60 takeaways, 37 giveaways, and a 58% face-off win percentage. Wow. That ain't too bad. The That's good stuff. The runner-up I've right. given to Anton Lundell, who has the next best difference with 51 takeaways and 27 giveaways, but his face-off win I was percentage around. is only 46. Would you say it was? Runner-up? L- uh, Lundell was the runner-up. Matthews won. Lundell? Lundell. Weird. I know. I don't know. In calculating the actual number of um, takeaways uh, scored by Fantrax, I was kind of expecting to see Marchand or Bergeron up there. I was also expecting to see my guys up there. But they they, they weren't. Let me go double check awesome. to make sure that I didn't uh, do something stupid. But because um, if I did, that would be weird. Nope. That's the way that it's been tracked. Is that for takeaways? It's the actual the the player with the most number of takeaways is Alex Petrangelo. What the hell? Oh, um, I know, I know, I don't get it. But uh, when it comes to forwards, uh, Austin Matthews, Keller did pretty good. Um, but uh, with faceoffs, I kind of ended up giving it to Matthews. The Lady Bing goes to the player with the fewest number of penalties relative to their fantasy points. And the winner this year is Kyle Connor, who has 395 fantasy points and took one minor penalty. Wow. Uh, The runner-up is Jack Hughes, who had 220 fantasy points and had one 
major penalty. Hmm. Everyone with zero penalties didn't really move the needle for actually scoring a ton of fan points. Yeah. The Norris goes to Kale McCarr, unsurprisingly. Yeah. The runner-up. Oh, yeah. uh, the runner-up based on um, points per game is Roman Yossi. Yep. Uh, and the Vesna goes to Shesterkin, who was head and shoulders 50 fantasy points greater than the runner-up of UC Saros. Yeah, I mean, like... What's that? I was, was going to carry my team. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. The man is a beast. So good. He's made of glass, Dave. Stained glass. <laughs> um, so now to the efficiency award, which I had a lot of fun uh, sifting through everybody. I'll, I'll go in reverse order. I've ended up uh, listing six players that uh, had a, a pretty good result for this. Um, Ryan Hartman. Uh, oh, with a, a salary of $1.7 million, had 275 fan points uh, in 49 games played. So his score was 3.3 <laughs> fan points per million dollars per game played. Um, next, Tage Thompson, motherfucker, uh, who has been absolute lights out on a $1.4 million contract that lasts for two more years. Uh, next, like next above him, uh, Carter Verhage, who is in the last year of his million-dollar contract. Uh, next up, High Garden Special, Evan Rodriguez, um, oh, who had 249 really? fantasy points oh, in yes. 57 games played with a million-dollar contract. Next up is the man who needed a contract, and boy, did he get one. Michael fucking Bunting, uh, 249 <laughs> fantasy points in 55 games with a salary of $950,000. Um, and the most hateable man in hockey, the man who went from negative value to most value. Unfortunately, this award goes to Anthony D'Angelo, who with 233 oh fantasy points in 43 games played for a million dollars, scored 5.4, almost a full point per game per million dollars more um, than Michael Bunching, Anthony D'Angelo. Crazy. Um, how many fantasy points did... Um, oh, what's his name? Who's there... Who's on their LTIR? Edmonton's. Edmonton's LTIR. Oh, uh, Buffalo. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> how many how many fantasy points did Clefbaum score? I know. Fuck. What a that was a swing and a miss, eh? That was a gambling. It's so that worked out. I know. <laughs> if the Kraken would have won uh, this year. Uh, oh my god. My god, <laughs> that would just been. 3D chess. Um, but yeah, no, he did real well. What a play. Life bomb? Yeah, killed it. So that's the end of the awards. Um, when the poll is done, we'll have the full list. Uh, we can talk about just in the normal chat if there's any other kind of fun awards that we want to add to that list. And then I will immortalize a post 
showing the winners of uh, this first year of our league. Let's get as many uh, as many nominations in too as you can, guys. I've already got eight people that submitted um, nine that have submitted oh. answers to eight the awards. Eight people poll. submitted nine. <laughs> I'm that. watching a live tally. It's going up in front of my eyes. Um. Yeah, that's nine out of thirty-two. Let's get the rest of the thirty-two in, though. Yeah, but it's only been, it's only been up for like a couple of hours. I feel pretty good about that. A couple hours too long. <laughs> <laughs> get it in, boys and girls. Uh. So that's um. I think that's all that we have scheduled to talk about. Um. Uh. There are some other things we can probably deal with later we've kind of toyed about whether or not we can sift the actual dollar um rewards for different things but i i think probably for this year we've already established it and that's how we'll pay it out um it's, so it's lost this year for yeah, sure so that'll be a future thing where we've kind of talked about we can tweak uh where the money's going so that more people end up winning um some amount of money uh but that'll be for a later discussion we want to give out participation awards. No, we just to want everybody. to make we are, people happy. We are actually like legitimately giving out participation awards. We have one for participation awards. We do. We do. We do literally have a participation award. Yeah. It's true. If you pay for your entrance fee, the fifty dollars, you win five dollars. That's one of our changes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of gambling. I just buy boards. Yeah. Hmm. Good deal. Uh, anything else that anyone wants to talk about, review, give accolade to? I think the other seven people are sleeping. Chris has such high standards. <laughs> that's why his team is so good. <laughs> well, that's why I am picking 23rd in the draft. It was all part of my plan. You know, yeah. um, I'm actually curious why we ended up, I mean, like, our finalists ending two weeks before the actual league. Uh, so that, that, was, that. that was, um, the fact that it was two weeks, I think, is reflective of that there have been changes based on COVID cancellations during the Omicron spike, and there are games that are being made up. The plan was that our league was going to end within one week of the end of the regular season because I didn't want any stars to get benched during yeah. fantasy finals. That's what I was worried about. So we were always planning that the finals would end um, before, like well before, at least a week before the actual NHL regular season ends. The fact that it's stretched out to about two is kind of crappy. I would have liked to make more out of the year. But it was to well, especially considering we had that, that, that uh, like three-day week. It yeah. makes us a little, hurt a little bit more. Yeah, so that's... And, and for next year, when we end up finalizing what the regular season looks like, uh, and for the most part, it'll look like the exact same with the double um, doubleheader matchups and aim for 20 regular season matchup weeks. Um, it'll still be timed so that we can end a week before the NHL season ends. Because I don't want anyone. I mean, injuries to lose with injuries sucks, but but that's life. But to lose because a real life player is benched, that's just kind of a kick in the teeth. It have actually helped me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it holds me bad. <laughs> Anyways, I hope that answers things for you, Kevin. That was the nope. that was the yeah. goal. Well, 
Uh, Chris, what round did you go out in? We're number one. We're number one. one. You got it. Yeah, because that, just like a little aside there, if we would have pushed it back a week, then that probably wouldn't have been playoffs. That's a, yeah, I know. I just want to get on record just to make sure, like, just to really pound it home. This is, Chris, we're only doing this because we know that it'll probably be our only opportunity to rib you for not going deep into the playoffs. And we just are already yeah. dealing with the fact that we're going to have to perennially deal with the Sphinx being top four contenders. We might as well get in all of our jabs now because it's, uh, it's to be now fair, at the At the start of the year, I did say Cohorts team is probably built to win now. And he did too. And, yeah, and he did. Yeah. And he did. He also said that he made. But I, I I wanted to build a team that that you're like the yeah the uh my timeline was just opening. Yep. That's kind of uh, what I was going for. I I wasn't necessarily planning on winning this year. It turned out better than I thought it would because I got some help from Tage Thompson and some other younger kids. But to be uh, fair, I think I think I'll just get stronger. So let's see. That uh, we'll add that to the. Chris prediction pile um, in determining how many shoes you have to eat. Uh, you say enough things, man. Some of them are going to be right. <laughs> Throwing up at the wall. <laughs> Monkeys with a typewriter. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming live. Um, congratulations to Runestone for the first overall pick uh, in our draft that will uh, take uh, place in early June. Thank you to Kevin for showing up uh, to talk about the playoffs. Uh, best of luck to both him and John, who couldn't be here as they uh, finalize uh, the winner this weekend. And thank you to everybody for participating in this first year of um, this league. It's been uh, a great success, and I hope for many more. So thanks, everybody. <laughs> You'll see with another three-point night. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> get, that in, get that in the outro. See you, everybody. See you, guys. See you.